welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. With the guests, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the closest to a Canadian I have right now, Faith! Hey! Yeah, she she lives in she lives in Montana, which is close to Canada. It is very close. Yeah. It is my brother lives up in the north and he has a very Canadian accent. Yeah. Well, uh today we're gonna be talking about a person who I gained a lot of a- uh a- not avarice. Avarice is the wrong word. Uh a lot of uh animosity for. Oh no. Uh, Guardian! Oh, boy. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so we are talking about Guardian. Do you know what he looks like? No, I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, think Captain America. But Canadian? But Canadian, Oh, yeah. yes, okay, I remember, I got it. Yeah, he has, like, a cow thing. He almost has a body condo, but not really. Yeah. It's black and red, he has half a maple leaf on him yes yes well, i imagine it goes around his back to his back but we don't get to we don't get to see we don't get to see his cake so you know fine whatever I marvel know. you cowards i know but yeah but you know it's you'll let him like marry a teenager but you won't let us see his ass fine i know fine yeah <laughs> yeah and he's you know it's i don't think it's the best costume honestly um so his name is Dr. James McDonald Hudson, and uh, he's a petrochemical engineer, later government agent, later freelance adventurer. <gasps> uh, then he get, he has to buy his own insurance. <laughs> well, well, no, I don't think Canada had universal health care. He has to buy his own dental and vision. Excuse me. (laughs) Uh, He, uh, his secret identity is known to certain people in uh, in the Canadian government. Mm -hmm. Uh, His other alias, Weapon Alpha, and Vindicator. Also, another reason you shouldn't like him. Yeah, he's he started uh, Department H. Oh no! Which started the Weapon X program. Oh no! So, if anything, you should hate him for all the uh, for all the BS that Wolverine has to go through. Yeah. Uh, he's a citizen uh, of the can- of Canada with no criminal record. Um, and his birthplace was London, Ontario, Canada. And his place of death was New York City. Oh. And his marital status before he died was married. Uh, his known relatives are Heather McNeil Hudson, his wife, Ramsey McNeil, father-in-law, and Claire McNeil, mother-in-law. Oh, boy. Um, he's, he's part of Alpha Flight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he first showed up as Weapon Alpha in X-Men issue number nine, uh, 109, and as a Vindicator in X-Men... 120, and as a guardian in Alpha Flight 2. Wow, they really could not decide on his name. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah. His final appearance, well, actually, wait. Wait. So, 
So he so we're going to talk about his first appearance here, which is uh the X-Men 109 February 1978 Home are the heroes uh and um we have cover piece theater. Yes. I'm going to get this for you. Cover piece theater. Okay, yeah, so we have uh, Guardian in the middle of the page uh, doing an uppercut to Wolverine, who he's just like, oh shit, what's going on? (laughs) He's like, wow. Uh, (laughs) uh, And and, uh, while he's doing an uppercut, he's shooting a blast at Colossus's chest behind him, and Banshee is, I don't know, trying to scream fly because he's an idiot and I hate him. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and then we have Storm looking dramatic like she always does, and, uh, they, it looks like they're in the woods, because that's half the X-Men story set in Canada, just in the woods. It's just in the nondescript woods. Yeah, and, um, and what is, what is, uh, Weapon Alpha saying? You can't stop me, X-Men. Weapon Alpha always gets his man. Oh, his and, man. Uh, we also we also have a uh, wanted Wolverine, dead or alive. <laughs> and this is his old. This is classic costume. The the yellow and yellow and blue. Yes. So that's the cover. Weapon Alpha, um, come so, get your mans. <laughs> so, um, he his final appearance is in Alpha Alpha Flight, issue number twelve. I think that's when he got blued up. Like he just got blued up real bad. Oh my God. And then <laughs> then his young and then his young wife who was in the room was just like, Well, I guess I'm just gonna take his helmet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, you know. The person closest to the explosion takes over the identity of the hero yeah. when they die. Yeah. I. e. Ms. Marvel. She was like right next to uh, right next to Captain Marvel. Yeah, where the explosion happened, she took over. Uh, she's like, "Geez, he has this real nice hat. Guess I just gotta put it on." A little over a decade ago, James McDonald Hudson, an engineer for Ann Can Petrochemical Con- uh, Company in Canada, invented an armored suit that would enable the wearer. To bore through Earth while it exploring for oil and other geographical resources. He's... uh, I don't like him. I just don't like him. So you're saying he did fracking. (laughs) He did fracking. He made a fracking suit. Oh, God. No. Yeah, yeah. Hudson retired from AMCAN when he learned that his superior, Jerome Jackson, intended to turn the exploratory suit over to the American military, which would be used as a weapon. Determined to prevent Jackson from implementing implementing his plan, Jackson went to AMCAN complex one night and secretly donned the suit and used its power to destroy AMCAN's uh, plans for its construction. 
Hudson then used the suit's flying capability to escape. Hudson abandoned the suit and made off with its cybernetic helmet, which he designed and built before going to work at ANCAN, and without which the suit would be inoperable. Oh. I still don't like that he made a fracking suit. No, I don't either. Like, like he would have, like they would have just used it—a fracking suit if it was, if he didn't, if it wasn't being sold to the U.S. military. Oh yeah, they totally would. Like, I bet, I, I bet he would have been okay with it if it was sold to the Canadian military. Oh yeah, definitely. C- considering he was the head of weapon, uh, weapon, uh, not that head, but he started uh, Department H. So I mean, yeah, he was already like into the. That kind of militaristic thing. Shocked by what happened to Hudson at ANCAM, Heather McNeil, Jackson's young personal secretary, resigned from the company. McNeil was strongly attracted to Hudson, who who was her elder by many years. Wait, was she like 16 working at a fracking company? Yeah, they went into it. Like they had literally had a like a line that she that they waited for her to turn eighteen so they could get married. Oh gross. Yeah. The day after Hudson committed the theft, McNeil visited him and learned that he had taken the helmet. She told Hudson that she fallen in love with him for the, after the first time she seen him, and told him that she wanted to be his wife. Hudson was taken back by the confection of love buff from a girl who was still a month away from turning 18. Sorry, sorry. Uh, But he acknowledged that he was attracted to her as well. No! No! You gross old man! Stop it! Do not! Stop! Ugh. Hudson was deeply depressed about his future, believing that he would be sent to prison for stealing the suit. McNeil decided to seek the Canadian government's aid for Hudson. And she and Hudson spent two days speaking to various government employees. Finally, the Canadian government declared that Hudson had been a government employee retroactively for six years, and that the helmet was indeed his property and decided to compensate AMCAN for all damages incurred. Which is also extremely shady! Yeah. Like, not that, like, I mean, God, it's everything surrounding his origin is so shady and gross. <laughs> it's very questionable. Um, None of this is Jackson, good. <laughs> yeah, Jerome Jackson lost his promotion over the, over the result of the theft of the, uh, the helmet. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hudson was invited to, by the Canadian Prime Minister uh, to participate in the creation of Weapon A, a top secret research and development agency within the Canadian Ministry of Defense. Within a year, Hudson was married to Heather McNeil. While the Canadian, while visiting Canadian Wood Buffalo Park, James and Heather were attacked by a wild man who they later learned was named Logan. The superhuman mutant that was 
He was Wolverine. It was Wolverine. 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 Yep. Uh, And I'm just going to kind of skip past this. Because basically what happened is um, they he had to leave to he had to leave to to get a shaman who was one of his friends who who lived close by but uh, and to get supplies for them because they're on like a honeymoon um, and he left uh, Heather to basically just you know take care of Wolverine while. All is happening, and Wolverine came, like, I got a, became attracted to her, and they retconned this, by the way, because I, I don't like this retcon, but, uh, but basically, um, the reason why he left to work with Xavier was because he realized that his attraction to her wouldn't be returned because she had more of a maternal instinct towards him. <laughs> Instead of what really happened, and which, which was Wolverine being sent to kill Xavier, but then Xavier being like, "Hey, you don't want to kill us," and also yeah, you're on my team that is now. Way better. <laughs> they no, retcon that. That's bad. They retcon, retcon that. I don't especially like for it. something creepy like that. <laughs> I know, like you know, like at least retcon it to like Xavier. Grossly yeah, misusing his powers to exactly get a new team member. Exactly, like something he would do. Now, here's the important part. Here, Heather Hudson now suspects that he- uh, that that James Hudson may have had something to do with implanting the adamantium in Logan's body and giving him claws. This was before it was retconned <laughs> that he always had like the claw mutation, and and also she suspected that that James. May may have known that they would find Logan in the national park, and that he might have to leave her alone, uh, in in the cabin with her to hope to calm his pain, maddened rage. But Heather has no proof of these suspicions. But yeah. I can guarantee you that's actually what happened. So it was shortly after his wedding that James Hudson learned about the formation of of the Fantastic Four, and inspired by the news, James Hudson decided to form a team of superhumanly powered agents to go on a mission, go on missions for the Canadian government. James aided Hudson in the initial phases of the uh, creation of the team that would be called Alpha Flight, and it was planned that Wolverine would lead the team. But then, like, Logan was just like, oh, I'm, like, so attracted to this, this... This young teenage girl. Uh, but she doesn't like me back. Me. I, again, this is retcon. At least a couple of hundreds of years old. Just a old. few. <laughs> but, yeah. But but then, you know, um, he kind of left to become... He, uh, he received an offer from Xavier to join received. the X-Men. He received... An op- offer. Quote unquote. He received an offer. Erased the entire brother out of Cyclops' whatever. mind. It's fine. Whatever. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. James, like, reluctantly. Reluctantly took, like, uh, control of the team afterwards. Um. So, at first, James Hudson's name was. 
WebEd Alpha, and he tried to, uh, under this name, he attempted to bring Wolverine back to Department H by by force. Hudson failed, but in the course of the mission, accidentally nearly killed Dr. Moyer and McTaggart, uh, the, who is l- literally one yeah. of the most important people in the X-Men comics right now. Um, so, yeah. She, I mean, yeah, you should read at least House of X and Powers of X if you haven't read them. It's really good. Uh, stuff after it, it's kind of hit or miss depending on who's writing it. Oh, good to know. I'm liking X Force so far. And cool. uh, Marauders. Marauders is pretty good as well. It's Kitty Pride apparently can't fa- can't go through like the uh go through the Krakoa gates that they have set up for the Krakoa Krakoa uh, nation state. Um, because of her powers, like she can't. Her powers like interact with the phasing to where she can't go through. Oh. So she's 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 basically I just a pirate it. now. Um, it's pretty good. She's yes. also the Wed King. She's also the Red King yes. right now. It's pretty good. Uh, you should definitely read it. Her her pirate her, oh her uh, parrot <laughs> is Lockheed. It's great. You should definitely you should definitely watch it at one point. I mean, you should definitely read it. It's really good. So, uh, the guilt-ridden Hudson subsequently took a new code name, Vindicator, believing that he now had to vindicate himself. Just get over yourself. You work for a government. Yeah. Like, you're, you're literally a government There's paramilitary team. There's a lot of other things team. to feel guilty about, honestly. Like, eventually, the Kennedy government accepted Wolverine's departure from Department H, and Hudson resumed their friendly rela- resumed <laughs> friendly relationship with him. Uh, Alpha Flight had Sorry, six members. Sorry, I just like Aurora. that. You know when I beat the shit out of you that one time? Let's be friends. So, so Alpha Flight had six members: members Aurora, North Star, Sasquatch, Shaman, Snowbird, and Vindicator. When it was Department H, when Department H depend, uh, d- disbanded by the government, um, by the Canadian government <laughs> for financial reasons, wasn't in the budget. Can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but shortly after, when James, as a vindicator, went to investigate what proved to be an emergence of a mystical great beast called uh, Thundra. No, not Thundra. That's a, that's a that's a big beefy lady. Heather, without her husband's knowledge, summoned another member of the Alpha Flight to help them. The six members uh, dis- decided to continue to act as a team performing altruistic missions, and they were joined by two trainees who, for eventual, for eventual membership in Alpha Flight from Department H, Beta Flight, uh, Marina and Puck. Uh, having come to terms with his guilt over injuring McTaggart, Hudson now had the name Codename, um, Codename Guardian. <laughs> Months after, Heather Hudson was taken captive by Delph- uh, Delphine Courtney, a humanoid robot serving Jerome Jackson, who formed a team of 
superhuman agents called Alpha, f- uh, no, Omega <laughs> Flight in order to destroy Alpha Flight and gain vengeance. Wow, real clever, on, that name uh, right James there. Hudson. Uh, Jackson uh, took remote control over the robot box and used it to battle uh, Guardian while ensuing a clash between Alpha Flight and Omega Flight. Uh, Hudson's battle suit was severely damaged in battle, and in order to defeat Box, he tore circuits from the battle suit and fed energy from his battle suit pack directly into Box. Thus, Box Robot was destroyed. The Box Robot was destroyed, and the feedback apparently killed Jackson. But then Hudson had no way to disconnect his uh, battle suit's power pack within the seconds. Within seconds, or um, sorry, <clears throat> then Hudson had to uh, disconnect his battle suit within uh, power pack within seconds, or it would explode. Heather entered the room <laughs> just in time to witness the explosion that killed her husband. Um, really, 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 if she, like, just tripped, like, once, like, if she just kind of tripped over herself and had to gather herself up, she would have just saw the explosion yeah, and I not see the moment of her spouse's death. fucking explodes. <laughs> you, like, go in and you're like, hey, honey, you want some coffee? And then it's like, <laughs> So the members of Alpha Flight... Subsequently, chose Heather Hudson to become the, their new leader because the one closest to the explosion. You're the only one with a head small enough to wear it. <laughs> later, Alpha Flight would again clash with Omega Flight, but this time led by Courtney. The Omega Flight this time was led by Court, the Courtney robot, which was wearing a reconstructed version of Guardian's battle suit. Uh, Courtney was defeated, and Omega Flight was defeated. Um, uh, Courtney was destroyed. Omega Fly was defeated, but Alpha Flight salvaged the Courtney, uh, Courtney's robot's battle suit. And afterwards, Canadian government again be, uh, gave Alpha Flight support as its official, as like a, mm-hmm. as like an official like partnership, basically. Yeah. Then they gave him money as well, so that helps. Uh, so she. Then, like, started wearing the suit, and she was called Vindicator, and blah, 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 blah. He's six foot tall, weighs 190 without the battle suit, has brown eyes, black hair, and, um, he has a yeah. suit. He has a battle suit. I don't care. It's a fracking suit. So, that's, he has the power of being able to frack. So, that's pretty much it for him. So, do you have anything else to say about Guardian? I think I already said he was gross multiple times, so no, not really. Yeah, he's he's, he's a gross he's man. He's gross. Everything around him is really sketchy. <laughs> like, everything he does. He, like, he definitely had something to do with Wolverine being who he is now. Uh... And you know, just just overall, not not a great not a great person. No. I'm just gonna say, zero out of ten would not choose to lead a team. No, they're like, so, hey, guess um, what? Canada has Captain America too. It's like, oh god, no wait. Okay, so I do have a question for you. Okay. Are they still dead? dead? 
Is he still dead? No. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I'm not that torn up about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of whatever. Apparently he goes on to have a ch- child with uh, with Heather. Um, there was a clone made of him. <laughs> oh. Um, at one point. Yeah, that about tracks. Uh, he was okay. Wait, okay. So he was killed again. So he was brought back and then killed again <laughs> with a battle with the collective. Oh, okay. Um, and then that's when they did like a. It, that he changed the name t- of the team to Omega Flight. Oh, uh, well, sorry, Sasquatch, who was the only thing that remained of the original team, changed it to uh, Omega Flight instead. But then, during the Chaos Wars, a bunch of dead people came back for a short period uh, for for a short period of time, and James was like, uh, James and Heather. Because both of them died, uh, were brought back to life, and they had a a second chance. Apparently, after they died, they lost custody of their child. I wonder huh. why. Uh, and they kind of they had to go to court. <laughs> they had to they had to go to court to uh, uh, in order to get their child back. But then the defense basically just told the judge, "Be like, yo, they 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 died." Fighting an ancient, they they died. Like, um, sorry, they can't come to court. They're would you dead. want to put a child through that? Well, no, no, like, no, they were alive again, and they were oh. trying to sue for their custody. And their defense was like, they died and came back because an ancient god brought them back. Do you want to put a child through that? And then, um, then yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't get their child back, and I guess they're just still alive somewhere. Oh, okay, you know. Doing things. Hanging out. With, I'm gonna guess, like a 30 year old to their seat, uh, to their, uh, to their junior wife. Oof. I'm gonna say 20. 20, yeah. I'm gonna say 20 as many years. Yeah. Maybe 30? I don't know. I think one of those. Between 20 yeah. and 30. So, yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Which is not good. Between 30. No. So, yeah. Oh, I think that's pretty much it. So, you have anything else to say? Just after that? Nope. Okay. Well, this is. Well, uh, let's do plugs. Um, go read my web comic. It's called Grace's Wings. You can read it at graceswings.com. It's an urban horror fantasy. Um, I don't feel like doing a plug, so I'm just not gonna do them. Uh, so, so yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight, and uh, justice is served. Bye. Bye. Bye.